Welcome to Living Life. Uh, I have this young daughter at home. She's only two years old. Uh, but even though she's two, she has this uh, really wild side to her. And because of that, uh, she often finds herself very dirty. And we have to bathe and clean her very often, too often actually. And though it can be tedious at times, you know, I am always happy to do so. Because it would mean that my daughter is clean again. And that in itself is a good reason to be able to wash her over and over and over and over again. In today's passage, it recounts a very familiar scene for us. It's Jesus washing the feet of his disciples. And though the act in itself was shocking, what it revealed about Jesus was much more so. For it revealed to us uh, his amazing love that he has not only for his disciples, but for us as well. So as we get into today's passage... Let us once again remember this love. Jesus loves you. It's something that we don't think about enough, I think, in our lives. So as we remember this love, let us be able to find out different ways for us to respond to it through his word. Uh, let's all read today's passage together. John chapter 13, verses 3 through 15. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with a towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, Not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, Those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not every one was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? he asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Do you know your MBTI or perhaps your Enneagram type? You know, we often take these personality tests to figure out more about ourselves. 
Uh, we even do it at church often for our volunteers uh, to see where and how we can better serve the church and better serve the community. And although these can be quite helpful in these ways, I think it still misses the most important trait that we all need to have, that we all need to have as Christians. You know, during this meal with his disciples, we are told today that Jesus got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. And that afterwards, he poured water into a basin and began washing his disciples' feet. You know, when we go into other people's houses, it's not customary for us to have our feet washed. You know, these days we rush into the bathroom and we wash our hands, right, for obvious reasons. Uh, but it would be strange if you came into my house and started washing your feet in my tub or in my sink. Uh, but for ancient Israelites who traveled on foot with sandals on, uh, it was normal. Your feet would get very nasty and it would be required when entering someone's house to wash those nasty feet. But what we do know about it is that because it was something that was required for you to get on your knees and to clean, right, to clean the dirty feet, uh, that foot washing was a degrading and lowly task. And the people that usually did it were servants or slaves in the household. You know, sometimes we read, right, we read, we read about it in history that when it's done by a wife or a husband or a child for his or her parents or a pupil for his teacher, uh, then it would be an act of extreme devotion. It would be showing how much they devoted themselves to the other person. Uh, but since it was an act with social implications, in no way did we ever find someone with a higher status washing the feet of someone underneath them. It would be unheard of for a teacher like Jesus to be able to wash the feet of his disciples. It was something shocking. So when Jesus takes off his outer clothing and wraps a towel around himself, He's actually adopting the posture of a slave, and he's doing so willingly and lovingly. And it's a love that is so incomprehensible, a love so great, a love that will be shown throughout this week, culminating in the love that is shown on the cross. It's ultimate humility, love, and sacrifice all coming together in the person of Jesus Christ. It's so jarring, actually, that one of the disciples, Peter, he says to Jesus, he says, no, you should never wash my feet. But Jesus answers him, unless I wash you, you will have no part with me. You know, for Jesus, this foot washing is actually symbolic of something much greater than this simple gesture of fellowship. He's showing us that by his death, his eventual death, that's something he gives to us freely, that he will give us eternal life, that he will be with us eternally. And that is the love that Christ is showing us today. You know, who is Jesus to you? Who is Jesus? When someone asks you that question, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Now, I pray that during the season of Passion Week this week, that everyone here is able to encounter and meet the fullness of Jesus Christ, that he is love incarnate. He is our friend. He is our Prince of Peace, but he is also our Lord and Savior. And he does so willingly and lovingly for each and every one of us. You know, Jesus ends this passage with words for his disciples. He says in verse 13, he says, You call me teacher and Lord, and rightfully so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. As with so much of Jesus' powerful acts, here too he provides us with an example of who we need to be. 
you know, before I am my MBTI or my personality trait or whatever it is, in order for me to be the real me, to be the one that Christ wants me to be, the one that God has created me to be, he's saying that we need to be like Jesus. We need to be like him. You know, while the subject of the foot washing is tied to the salvation that Jesus provides for us, his teaching now points to how the disciples and how we need to imitate his deed. We need to be like Jesus. The Son of God came down not to be served, but to serve others for the sake of all. He took on the posture of a slave for his disciples and for each and every one of us and for the world. Now I pray that in light of today's passage, we not only remember who Jesus is, but we can also be transformed to be like him. Not only indeed, but also in our hearts as well. Let's all strive to be like Jesus today and every day. And Jesus tells us today that we must be like him. We must follow in his example. So what does it mean for us to be like Jesus? You know, if we look at what Jesus did, especially this week, we know that Jesus came and met us where we were. He knew there was no way for us to be able to reach him where exactly where he was. So he came down for us, became a slave for us, and met us where we were. You know, Passion Week, this is the end of our Lent. Uh, usually we take this season to sacrifice something, uh, to give up something in order to emulate and remember the sacrifice of Jesus. Uh, but today, Jesus is reminding us that this should not just be a seasonal thing, but we need to continue to have this heart, this heart willing to sacrifice, a heart willing to serve. And more than just giving up sweets or whatever it is, or internet for 40 days, let us strive to always be willing to serve others, willingly, without any expectation of return, not even the expectation of gratitude, and be able to meet people where they are, to meet people in where their needs may be. And that is what it means for us to be like Jesus. Let us all pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your amazing love, the love that you have shown us today. We pray, Lord Father God, that this love is not something that we just talk about, uh, but it's something that comes true in our lives every day, that we remember that we are your beloved and you are ours. Lord, we pray, Lord Father God, that as ones who have received this love, that we are able to pass it on in all that we do as we serve this world, as we are part of countless communities here, let us continue to be able to show your love to others. As you have loved us, let us be able to love this world and serve them. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word, and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, the stepping in closer, see